You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7, The Franchise. Um, this computer isn't working. Oh. Like, actually, not working. All right. Card three. Computer three, we'll call it. <sighs> well, that's... We'll call it computer three. That's, that's bad. Fine. That's uh, bad. We'll, we'll get the computers working. Wow. Uh, here in a second, but... It's kind of a lackluster uh, wow. introduction into what was an awesome game uh, as the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, finally get to 500 on the season, bringing their win total 36 to 36 with their 101 to 100 win in LA against the Clippers. Uh, joined tonight, I am Matt Burton. Joined tonight, uh, not by Drake and Josh. We have Drake. And we have Daniel Bell. We have basketball guru D with us uh, tonight. The uh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Go follow, go follow him on Twitter if you're not already uh, at basketball guru D. We got Daniel Bell hanging out with the post game crew tonight. Uh, there was no pregame tonight, so Daniel was like, you know what? I'll uh, I'll, I'll run with the with the big guys. And tonight. by the en- yeah. and, and by the end of the night, we're going to convert him uh, from a Laker fan into a Thunder fan. And right, it's we're going to convert gonna take- him. 40 minutes. And we're going to convert him from a pregame guy to a postgame guy. That's, that's right. A, that's a promise. Well, that's right. Converting me from a uh, Thunder fan to a Laker is not. <laughs> that is never. <laughs> okay, but, but think about this, Daniel. Never. I mean, as far as pregame to post goes, we get to eat without having to do the show. You have to eat and do the show. That's true. That is a perk. That's true. That is That is a perk. Uh, we can only stay later. one half of the game, though. We yeah, only stay one half. Of that the game, is so. that is the trick. No, that's just uh, that's just what what happens. But fellas, uh, tonight Thunder a massive massive victory tonight. I mean, big night from Shea, big night from J Dub, uh, and then Lou Dort playing some great defense there at the at the very end. Uh, I mean, I, I think tonight got to start off with uh, with a little Shea Gilgis Alexander. Man, uh, he just he just does it again. Thirty one points. Seven boards, four assists for him tonight. Uh, 12 of 25 from the floor, almost 50%, uh, just under it. Only one of four from three, but he, that's not really his game anyways. And six of seven from the free throw line. And, I I mean, seven free throws feels like th- – that. when's the last time he only shot seven free throws in a game? Right. It feels like he was, not, he was not getting to the line like he normally does, but still put up 31 points, man. It was just that – was, that was an awesome performance from starting – down what is it, eighteen to four? Yeah, uh, to start the first quarter, man, and then uh, fighting all the way back. Uh, it was awesome, Daniel. I mean, talk talk a little bit about uh, about Shea tonight, man. Yeah, I thought it was a, a he was having a bad night. They looked tired. Uh, the, the the Clippers have a lot of length, and I mean, just one, it just shows how special of a talent he is. Because I thought it was a a bad night, and he ends up with thirty one seven and four. And then the way he closed the game, I mean, that's what that's what you that's why you pay him the big bucks. That's what that's why you have a star. He's the guy you go to at the end of games, and he's, he's just extremely clutch. He's he should be, and I, I believe I'm just, it's going to be impossible to leave him off. But he's, he's going to be All NBA. Yeah. And I mean, his performance first team like, All NBA. No, no. no. Oh, <laughs> stop it! His performances like this that help his case. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and you, I, I'm glad you brought up the free throws because I always, especially in the beginning of the year, I always talked about the evolution of Shea. And you know, when he's not getting those calls, he's not going to the free throw line. Can he still keep up that production? He absolutely has. I mean, the dude is averaging 35.6 points per game post All Star break. That is the most in the NBA, and you saw a little bit of it here. He doesn't have to have a good. He had. He does not have to have a good night from the field. 
um, to be, you know, a force on this team. I mean, yeah, and you saw it with the non-SJ lineups tonight, you know, those non-SJ lineups where you got Giddy leading or J-Dub leading. Um, they struggle sometimes to get points. Uh, and give credit to the uh, the Clippers' uh, defense. I mean, he was Daniel. He seemed like he was, you know, breathing hard and yeah. going hard because I mean, they he would that team was making him work for every single thing. Uh, but it didn't matter. I mean, he just he got to his spots and he still knocked down the buckets when it mattered. And especially in that fourth quarter, man. I mean, he came back with about what eight minutes. He usually comes back with about seven or six. And there's a reason. I mean, he gets guys open and he makes shots when he needs to. And he was super clutch tonight. And not only that, I mean, they. you mentioned, you know, playing good defense on him. They threw kind of everybody at him. I mean, Kawhi Leonard started on him. I mean, Paul George had a, had a couple runs at him. Uh, and then Russell Westbrook played more defense than I've seen him play in the past couple years. Like, yeah. I mean, he was like, uh, it felt to me kind of like Russ took that personally, like because Shea is the guy in Oklahoma City now. Yep. And uh, Russ is like, no, wait, that's that's my that's my city. That's my that's my team. Like, and they got to him like, a little bit yeah. too in the beginning. I mean, they were poking him loose. I yep. mean, just during that first little, you know, five or six minutes. But yeah, that I bad mean, stretch to start, it felt like they kind of took it from the Thunder every time, every trip down. You know, it was, it like, it's so funny though when we talk about like stretches like that, and especially with this Clippers team. The Clippers have been so so bad. Like being able to like when we talk about like stepping on the throats of teams like they just don't do it they really let teams stay in the ball game yep. a lot and they they go away from what was working like they were killing in the paint in the beginning when the 18 to 4 yep and then all of a sudden they started relying on their jump shots and i think that's what starts with their the uh two top guys i mean especially pg he relies on his jump shot way too much he's way too athletic way too skilled to to rely on a jump shot like that. He had a 360 dunk in traffic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, Kawhi, I mean, he was 0 for 4 in the first quarter, and two of those were threes. So, like, your stars have to do a better job of getting, making sure you put your foot on somebody's neck when you have them down 18 for especially a team like this. I mean, they're young. They don't know any better. They want to get to the playoffs. and Got to give credit where credit yeah. is due. I mean, you take a look at some of the teams, <laughs> the Rockets, in this league. I don't think well, the Rockets are ever coming back in that situation either. Well, the Rockets don't want to come back. <laughs> right. True. They're True. Trying, they, but, they have their eyes set on. And, and, and fair, to be fair, I think if the Thunder didn't have a SGA, they would probably not come back because the, he does the, so much. The, Rockets are, the Rockets are in search of their SGA. They're in search of a star, and they probably want uh, – I mean, obviously they want Victor Wimbyama, so right. – I get why they wouldn't want to come back, but Thunder already have their star, and they paid them. What was it? Was it one hundred eighty million or whatever? Oh no, whatever but it's that uh, contract was it's starting at thirty. Yeah. I know it starts at thirty million a year this first year, and then it the hit last year is forty million a year. So I mean, you, you can you can do the math. Then it just keeps climbing. I mean, he got paid the big bucks. And another thing, um, I don't know if you guys did any pregame digging around, but I was doing some while I was doing OU baseball. This Clippers team is bottom five in assists per game, like as a team in team ranks. And that's why, Kawhi, um, yeah, that's why Kawhi wanted a point guard. I mean, he had to settle for Russ, but right. that's one of the reasons why he wanted a point guard. Right. On his team. But just saying that, and you know, this Thunder team is top five in turnovers cost, and so with a with a stagnant offense that the Clippers' offense can be sometimes, it really played into the Thunder's hands. Um, they were able to disrupt the Clippers on their own uh, as well, get some nice turnover opportunities, and converted them into buckets on the other side. That all started with Lou Dort, who, you know, I'll let you take it. 
<laughs> I'll let you take it. I mean, Lou Dort, man. We, I mean, we got to talk about. Uh, we got to talk about all of Lou Dort, right? We got to talk about the the whole game. I mean, missed his first five threes. That's right. Finished one of eight from the three point line tonight. Only seven points, uh, but he had six rebounds. Three of eleven from the from the floor uh, as a whole. But I mean, that our, our gripe and my gripes about Lou Dort have never been defensively. Right. And he showed you that at the, at the very end. I mean, right. that, that last play right there, uh, that tells you what Lou Dort's all about, man. Uh, that's, that's why it's tough. I, I said it earlier. I was I was on with uh, Dylan and Kelly Gregg today. I mean, like, that, Kawhi Leonard, that's a, that's a made man in the NBA. Yeah. Like Dylan and Kelly Gregg? Right, I was filling in for Jerry today. Oh, so I, 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 I talked. Like, I talked to him both. I talked to. I talked to him both today. I was. I was Jerry Ramsey for the day. Okay, makes, that um, makes sense. But yeah, but, uh, but no, like Kawhi. That's a made man in the NBA, man. Yep. He's a multiple time champion, multiple time Finals MVP. Like that's a that's a bona fide superstar uh, in the league. And Lou Dort just and that, hounded him and right there at the, at the end. There is couldn't get a shot off. No one, in my opinion, there is no one better at getting to their spots in the NBA than Kawhi. Yeah, he's so damn strong. And Lou Dort did not let him get no. to a spot at all. And that's and that's why it's so tough, right? Because in the beginning of the season, I was like, I, I totally get with, I'm with you, Matt. Like, yeah. the big piece next year, if there has to be a piece moved, I'm with you on that Dort train, uh, on him being the one that has to get out. But, God, I look at games like tonight, even though he didn't do great on the offensive end, and I'm just like, could anyone else of cause Kawhi Leonard to not even get a shot off. Didn't get a shot, literally didn't get a shot off. Like the time ran out. I That was like the ga- a, these are like, the games where I'm like, oh, I think we I think we just need to we need more games yeah, <laughs> to yeah, think about it. That last play it felt to me like you know how they say in football like the low man wins. Yeah. That's what it felt like like obviously Kawhi's got like 4 or 5 inches in height on yep. on Lou Dort, but it was like low man wins. You're not getting to your spot. You're not getting to that high post elbow right there. Uh, to to shoot your jumper and he he was that was an awesome sequence of defense man because it wasn't just for like it was there wasn't five seconds left and they right. inbound it and he has to get to a spot quick yeah. no he was defending like twenty seconds and, of Kawhi Litter. that was it was awesome and we may have to be you know answering the tough questions but I wonder you know and and this is talking into the future but I mean if the Thunder do indeed make a play in slash playoffs both and Dort just ends up doing really well. And let's just say the Thunder win a play-in and get to a playoff spot, and he does really well in the series, win or lose. I mean, do you think Presti looks at that and thinks, has second thoughts? I mean, is Presti even thinking about pulling the trigger on something like that? I mean, how much do the playoffs play into this equation and how well Lou Dort might do in those playoff runs? I I am completely against trading Lou Dort. That okay, is, see, that, this, this is, like, is good, This though. is good. We're, this we, is we're good. Getting, yes, we're, we're like, doing this. It, you can lay out your case. I'll, I'll lay and, out mine. And just and mine's a, a pretty simple one. I think you have to have somebody that can stop the other team's best player in like in situations like you yep. just saw. Yep. And, I mean, I think J-Dub is going to be a really special defender. I yep. don't know if he gets to where Lou Dort is right now and where Lou Dort is going to be in the future, because Ludor is just going to get better on defensive end. You can become a better three-point shooter. And the thing is, like, with the progression of Shea, the progression of Isaiah Joe, J-Dub, inserting Shea, inserting whoever, I mean, inserting uh, Chet, inserting whoever they draft this year, that's going to make Ludor's shot attempts go down. So then it just becomes him being a a true 3 and D guy, um, um, who's uh, a Mikael Bridges, type guy 
Um, so he does have to become better, reliable three point shooter. But I'm, I'm not trading that guy. That unless was, I okay. get somebody. That else. was that was right. kind of the argument that I took as well. When you have like it's it's hard right now to judge Lou Dort because you know this team is not where it is health wise, and you know this isn't the final team. What's going to happen next year uh, in terms of like whoever if they keep the picks this year and they decide to use those picks. Or if they ended up making a trade, it's just it's hard to judge Ludor right now when we know this Thunder team is not a finished product, right? No, I, and I I hear all the arguments. I do. I'm saying if the Thunder make a move, yep. If they decide to make a move, Ludor has to be involved. I think it's Josh Giddy. You think it's Josh Giddy? Would oh you? Would if you're Sam Presti, would you rather have Josh Giddy or Ludor? Ludor, because Ooh, that's because that's a take. Because I have a point guard in Shea. If J-Dub continues to be able to score 20 points a game when Shea's on the floor also, and, and J-Dub has also shown that he can be a creator for others, I don't need a guy that is just a three-point or just a point guard and not that good of a shooter yet. I mean, I think Josh Giddey is going to become a better shooter, but... He already has, he already has yeah. improved a lot, too. I, I would much rather have a guy that is going to lock up the other team's best player than a guy that's going to give me 10 assists because I already have another guy that can give me 10 assists. I don't have another Lou Dort. You can, you can, somebody else can get you 10 assists, but you, nobody else can do what Lou Dort just did. Okay. That makes sense. That does make sense. I think money-wise, it has to be Lou Dort just yeah, a, a, yeah, it, yeah. To, to match whoever you're going to bring in. But I guess, um, I guess it depends my, on who it is. My only, like, counter, because teams don't really do that now, too, like, but what we saw tonight in that first quarter or basically anytime Lou Dort was I mean he, he was wide open for a reason he was wide open for he was getting yeah. the Andre Robertson treatment yeah. and that that just I'm seeing movies of Tabo Cephalosha and Andre Robertson I've we've seen that movie before now I'm not uh, Lou Dort's better than those guys offensively 100% right now like Lou Dort was better than Andre Robertson on offense his whenever he was a two-wave rookie like he was already better than Andre Robertson offensively um I don't know, man. I just don't. I just. I. I can't give up on Josh Kitty. I can't. I can't. I'm not I wouldn't giving, be able to do it's it. Not, see, I'm not a six wanna, eight guy that can facilitate like that. He's gotten better going to the basket. Gotten better shooting. He's the leading rebounder on the team right now. Obviously, think, they don't. They don't have Chad or anybody like that. But uh, I mean, right now, leading rebounder. I, I don't know. I. I don't know. I think it also depends on what you get back. Yeah. If you get back, it would be like Lou Dort, yeah. Dort, Trey Man, JRE, and all these picks. Like I right. Mean, like if you get back some solid. Yeah. Like what? Like, like do you th- like? Would you be okay with sending those guys and however many picks it took to get OG Ananobi? Because that's another defensive stopper. That's six eight, six seven. Yes, but it depends on how much I have to give up. And young guy too. Because, OG yeah. Ananobi's still young, but like it would. And could, but OG is on a. I think he has one or two years left on his contract. Right. So you got to know that, he, or you got to expect him to stay for the future, but. If I if I didn't have to give up too much, then yeah. Right. Isn't this just a, an embarrassment of riches, though? This is that we're yeah, having this, this conversation. That we're having, yeah, that we're having wanted, this conversation. I wanted to do this because we've talked about this a bunch, but never with Daniel. So I wanted to, right. Like, like but it's talk also about good that. to revisit it for sure after games where you know there's where a, he does that like a, at the end on either end. I mean, yeah. the bad games we'll talk about it. And the good games will talk about it. So I think it's important to, that we keep, you know, steady leveling for both when they happen. No, absolutely. I completely agree. Sorry, we got sidetracked there, but that was good. That discussion. was good. That was good no, discussion. It's thunder, baby. That was. We have to talk about it, especially when Lou Dort does that. I mean, 
He just, he shut down Kawhi Leonard. Like he literally shut down Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I mean, on, at, for twenty sec, like twenty seconds of just straight shutting him down. That was uh, that was super impressive from Lou Dort there, and uh, I mean, just the the whole Oklahoma City Thunder team from that the start getting down eighteen to four. But that's just what this Thunder team does, man. They don't quit. That's that's my kind of team, man. That's that is my kind of team, uh, guys. On the other side, we'll get more into this game. We'll get our tank commander of the game, which is not really a good segment anymore. Uh, has glad, it ever been brought, a good? Has glad it ever been a good segment? <laughs> glad we brought that segment back. We'll do that and then have Drake take us around the association. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. This is how y'all get down on the, the, the post-game show? Oh, yeah. Some Usher? Yeah. You you don't know anything about us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Now do you wish you were with us? We're looking at... It's swaying that way, for sure. Good. We're well, looking at, we at skew Twitter. Young, we skew younger, so... Looking at Twitter, <laughs> and man, oh, man, there are some takes out there tonight. That's all I'll just say. I've been, yeah, I've be, been, I have been very down on Lou Dort this year, and... All I did was sing his praises about the those the defense he played tonight in in the first segment and I still have not said anything as negative as this guy just I just you know <laughs> you know we just we just need to warn all the listeners out there that yeah it it does matter who you follow and on people, social media yeah, some people know and listen to some people know what they're talking about some people don't and that's okay and that's okay if you don't think Lou Dort played good defense on Josh Giddy right there or on Josh, on Kawhi Leonard, right there. Sorry, I just saw a tweet from Josh. If Katie you don't think Lou Dort, Dort played but, good defense, what do you think about Lou Dort's defense in general? Yeah, I just I don't know what to tell you, bud. If, uh, if uh, you think Lou Dort did play good defense, right there. Uh, but anyways, it's the Thunder post game show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Daniel Bell, with us tonight. Also, shout out to Josh Connett. Josh Connett having his wisdom teeth removed tomorrow morning, yep. very early in the AM. So good uh, memories. <laughs> wish for wish for a uh, fun memories. Wish for everything to go well uh, in that. I wasn't. It's not fun. It, it's that week week oh, and a half after. It's not bad. The week and a half after of eating ice cream and scrambled eggs is not. It's not good. It's not fun. Not fun. But shout out to Josh Conant. Uh We wish him the absolute best. The Thunder gonna win tonight uh, in L.A. against the Clippers, one hundred one to one hundred. A uh, lot of things went well for them tonight. Uh, but some things didn't. And we're going to get to our tank commander of the game right now. We're good! Tanking! Yeah! Yeah, sorry. Sorry, we're good! We're good! Tanking! Through the quad and into the gymnasium! Come on, everybody! Daniel, you asked me in the break what, what the tank commander was. <laughs> yeah. And this is where we go to our trusty, dusty, musty stat, the plus minus. <laughs> go to the plus minus stat to see who tried their best to help the Thunder tank uh, tonight, which this, this segment is quickly becoming obsolete with uh, the Thunder reaching 500 in the season they've had. But hey, they reached 500. They did. They Come finally on. did. They finally did it. Uh, tonight, the tank commander was Jay Will. Jalen Williams was a minus 13 
the plus minus, played 11 minutes, had six points, two rebounds, one assist tonight. I, I, I will say, though. Hit a couple big threes. He was, yeah, he was pretty important in that first quarter scramble back to uh, to even, uh, back-to-back threes. But Hit a I, couple big threes, man. He struggled. He struggled uh, inside, ended up catching a couple of quick fouls early, so he didn't really get to get into the rhythm of the game, but... Yeah, Zubach oh, did his thing. No, you're good. And go also, ahead. sorry, the, uh, I mean, the Thunder went small, and it f- kind of forced the Clippers to go small. They, they yeah. stopped playing Zubots, stopped yeah. playing Plumley. Like, it's interesting because they've done that the last two games. Uh, they did it against the Suns, and it worked, and they did it against the Clippers, and it worked, which you usually don't see young teams make other teams play. Adjust to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah adjust to them. And Especially teams like this, like the Suns were in the finals with these these core guys a couple years ago. The Clippers, I mean, they weren't in the finals, but they're a playoff team. They're yeah. an extremely veteran team. Like the coaches won a championship. Like these 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 aren't rookies or anything. So it's really really interesting to see that teams have to adjust to the Thunder instead of the other way around. I will I will say this though, just because we don't really get to say his name much. Uh, shout out Olivia Sar for coming in and being a big when the Thunder needed a big and needed to control the glass a little bit because uh, time and time again, as we know, this Thunder team does not have a center, and so I feel like we need to shout it out when the most center-forward player on the Thunder plays meaningful minutes, which he had his he had his uh, season high in minutes tonight at 19, finished also, plus 8. Also, if we, if we go to our plus-minus stat that we love so much, was all he the most? The th- all of the Thunder's bench were were in the positive tonight. No one was a negative. Usman Jang plus two. Sar was a plus eight. Isaiah Joe plus eight. Waters plus five. Wiggins plus seven. So I mean, and all this, all the Thunder starters were in the negative. So I mean, <laughs> so I mean, the bench came in. And, uh, I mean, played some good minutes, man. Um, now, I, I before we get to around the association, uh, Drake, I want you to ask me. Or, uh, sorry, ask Daniel what you asked me or the last time we did post game about one uh, award involving J Dub potentially the rookie oh, of the year. Okay, uh, I don't remember the exact verbiage I used yeah. for the question, but probably something along the lines of Does J Dub have any chance in hell at making a run at rookie of the year this year? Absolutely. See, I wish we were. On SiriusXM, so I can say what I really want to say, <laughs> but absolutely not. Okay, because th- right. it's it's ridiculous. That Was people- that the question you wanted me to ask? Yes. Okay. It's, All right. I'm, I'm going to go on a little mini rant. So bear okay. with me. All right. <laughs> it's ridiculous that people. I, first off, I love J Dub. Like, like really, really love. For sure. How could you not? Court. He's been yeah. great. Yeah. He's not the rookie of the year. He's not making a case for rookie of the year. It's called rookie one. It's called rookie of the year, not rookie of the post All Star break or what, however long he's been on this. Hot stretch. He's been really, really good, and he should finish second because Bennett Matthews okay. is hurt. All right, but he is not Paolo. There, like I, one, Paolo doesn't have an SGA that can take the attention off of him. He's he's the guy. He's he's the, he's their star. He's going to be their all star in the future. Like Paolo is legit. He's going to be an All NBA guy in the future. J Dub, he could be. He's not there now, but I I just it's I hate when we have to temper t- 
temper the not expectations. What I'm, I don't know what word I'm trying to say. Um, but the temper the fans because it's just it's just ridiculous to even say uh, anybody else can win it other than Paolo because the guy's been phenomenal all year and it's called rookie of the year for a reason. Like it's not just rookie of this last couple of months. And it if you it, say it, that, but the year Josh Giddy was getting all those Western Conference rookie of the month and then he got injured for the last three to four but he weeks. He was injured. Like like he was in he played fifty four games, so he missed was that thirty eight, twenty eight games. He missed a quarter of the season. Right. So don't say the ending no, but, the ending doesn't matter because if Paolo no, gets I'm, hurt tomorrow, we're having a different conversation. Okay, this if he week. gets hurt with <laughs> Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do not. Do, don't say the end of the season doesn't matter. No, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying the beginning of the season also matters because Paolo started the season great. J Dub didn't. Right. And that uh, that is getting that's getting missed. Like J Dub has but 14. Let's be fair though. At the beginning of the year, J Dub was coming off the bench. That's not Paolo's th- fault. No, I know that. But I'm just saying, give credit to J Dub because I mean he kind of he kind of. I don't even know what the verb would be. Transcended? I mean, he he went he went from getting some minutes to starting and finishing games very quickly. And I'm just saying if he would have gotten those opportunities in the beginning, he still wouldn't have been rookie of the year. Okay. It still, it still right. would have been Paolo like I think I think it's a little closer than the astronomical links that you're going to. It's, but it's, that's okay. It it will be. It it truly will be because Writers and people that vote aren't the smartest, but it shouldn't be. It should be. It should be unanimous, in my opinion. Like it's there should be no doubt that Paolo is the rookie of the year. Okay, J Dub should finish second. I agree. I mean, there's there's in in no world. I mean, J Dub is locked up first team all rookie. I mean, yeah, there's just yeah. there's no way he has For not sure. locked it up. Um, Still a draft. I agree. I mean, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I if you're talking about from where, where he was he's picked, drafted, yeah. Where is drafted? I would I would absolutely say yes uh, as well. Shout out Kenny in the Twitch chat. I mean, coming coming along with us tonight. Look at his uh, little late night programming here. He cheered. Shout out five thousand bits. Really? Th- shout I mean, that's, out I was you, wondering Kenny. what that little what the little uh, icon was by his name because I've never seen that one. Shout out to you, Kenny. Five thousand. Shout out to you, good sir. Uh, if you guys are listening, tune on on Twitch if you want. Come hang out with us. Text with us in the in the old chat room. Twitch.tv backslash the franchise. Live, but Drake, I think is the time for you to take us around the association. Daniel, are you ready to go on a ride? Do I have to leave this or? No, you don't. Oh, no, oh, no, okay. You just have to buckle. Oh, yeah, you just have to strap in. in you just oh, have to strap we're in. We're about to go around the association. We're passengers. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Let's talk about the game that we just saw with our own eyes. Thunder get a dub in L.A., 101-100. Um, that is the fourth win. They are, the Thunder are currently 4-1 and one when they uh, score below 105 points. So if it's a scrappy game, I like uh, the boys in blue. Uh, and they pulled it out tonight behind SGA's 31 points, 7 rebounds. A little east-west matchup happened in Sacramento tonight. But bad news, boys. The beam wasn't lit. The Celtics end up taking uh, uh, the win against the Kings pretty easily, one thirty-two to one hundred nine. Jason Tatum thirty-six and eight. Uh, special shout out to Demontis Sabonis though; had himself a nice little triple double, sixteen, thirteen, twelve. Also, I got to say, shout out to uh, King of the Jungle. Shout out Drake's dad. My what dad. did you say? Don't lose sight of the end of the rainbow. That's right. 
My bad. He said, "He said, what the hell, Matt?" <laughs> I didn't see. It. I didn't. I, I think I pulled up Twitch too late. If you if you uh, chatted earlier, so I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. Vidito. All right, West West matchup down in uh, the Big Easy. Pelicans getting an easy one against Spurs. Uh, no surprise there. One nineteen to eighty four. Brandon Ingram with thirty two points and seven assists for the Pelicans in three quarters. In three quarters. Thank you. I didn't know that. This is why you're on with us. Passenger seat. You're not driving, but you're giving me good tips. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> East East matchup. Cavaliers Nets. Cavs. I'm a big. I'm very bullish on the Cavs. I'm a kind of a closet fan. Uh, they beat the Nets tonight. One fifty one. One fifteen to one oh nine. Donovan Mitchell, top performer for the Cavs, thirty one. Two more games left. It was a short night tonight. Hawks Pistons. A lot of boring matchups tonight. Hawks Pistons. Hawks easily beating the Pistons, one twenty nine to one hundred seven. Trey Young with thirty, a thirty burger uh, accompanied by twelve assists. Marvin and finally, Bagley. Marvin Bagley with thirty one mm-hmm. tonight. Thirty one oh. three steals, Not bad. blocks. Duke guys just need to go to the right place. I'm clearly, just saying, and yeah. get the opportunity. I'm just saying. And also, James Wiseman had six points tonight, five boards. I feel like. Everyone, like, I'll see the graphic. Of, oh, he had 20 points and 15 rebounds. And then the next night, I'll check, and he has this. It's like it's like in every other night for James Wiseman. Speaking of uh, Rookie of the Year, Paolo Bancaro had himself a night in the Magic's 122-112 victory against the Wizards. Almost had himself a triple-double. 18 points, nine, nine rebounds, eight assists. Gentlemen with on eight. Six of nine. With five seconds left on the clock, that has been your... Around the association. Thank you for coming. Perfect. I was about to say, four of the six games that you mentioned had Duke guys as top performers. I'm just saying. Interesting. You know. But how are they? How are they doing? How are they doing in the tournament? We're actually not going to talk about. You know what made me mad? Actually, okay. There a a lot made me (laughs) mad, but um, you know what made me mad? It's because you know Kansas got beat, obviously as well. So did Kentucky. I picked Arkansas being Kansas. No big deal. So did I. I'm just saying, dude. That. I, I figured Kansas would be mad when they saw what the heck we're gonna have to play Arkansas in the second round, a healthy Arkansas team. Anyways, I did I did actually have Duke beating Tennessee though. If that I makes did, you yeah, feel any I better, did, I did too. But it, it, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. They just uh, you know they got bullied. They got bullied a little bit. Um, but the 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 graphic that was going around like it, this has only happened like four or five other times in all of college basketball history where Kansas, Duke, Carolina, and Kentucky aren't in the Sweet. One of the four aren't in the Sweet Sixteen. And I was like, why is Carolina on this graphic? They didn't even make the tournament. <laughs> they didn't even make the they weren't. They even had in. to add them in to make the length and of time. Why are you look hating more from impressive. outside the club? You can't even get in. That's they didn't right. even add UCLA to the like, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a true blue blood. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh but anyway, so that's really what made me mad. But uh good performance against Oral Roberts. No one wants to talk about that though. Um, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, March Madness has been fun, man. It's been, it's been awesome, but thunder get the win. One one to 100 in LA against the Clippers. Uh, we will get a vibe coming up on the other side. Get more into this game. Uh, cause this was an important one. This was an absolute, uh, absolutely big win for the Oklahoma city thunder coming up. We'll get a vibe check and then we'll GTFO. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? You know the vibes. I know them and I know them well. Franchise Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Daniel Bell, 
Drake Vitito along with you. Thunderwind 101 to 100 over the Los Angeles Clippers. And uh in pretty pretty inf- uh, impressive and exciting fashion. I mean that was uh exciting game all the way to the end. I mean Lou Dort just absolutely put the clamps on on Kawhi Leonard there at the end. Uh that was uh insane. An insane defense and insane ending. And the way Shea Gilgis Alexander closed that one out, man, it was uh, that that was special. That was a good win. And I, again, talking earlier today, I was like, the the Kings game that you mentioned earlier, Drake. I mean, it, when we were watching the game, and that that kind of felt like the first game where it was like, okay, is this real? This is like, is this going to be real? Uh, I thought this was this was the next one. This this was the next one. I felt like, okay. You know, it's in. It's within striking distance. Yep. All the you know, the the West is all jumbled up. We don't. Everyone knows that. Um, this one was like, okay, is is this real? This like four game stretch here, where you got two, three really tough games against the two against the Clippers, one against the Lakers, and then a chance for a letdown game against the the Trailblazers, who are kind of you know kind of reeling a little bit. But this this little West Coast trip here, this is. This is what kind of you find out where where you are, what kind of team you are, and it was a completely different situation than when I said the Kings. The, like literally the first West Coast road trip that yep. they took against the Kings, that was back when we were like, okay, we're still kind of in the tank mode, but this team hasn't really shown any like, okay, we're gonna tank moves, and that was the first time. And I had definitely some feelings. You could definitely you had some feelers out there, but this game was amplified because. Like we've been saying time and time again, it's so crazy that we're talking about this Thunder team and the playoffs, period. Yeah. Just in any sort or fashion. But, I mean, after tonight, I mean, we were talking about the next four games. I mean, we're talking the Suns-Clippers game that just happened tonight, the Clippers game tomorrow, and then the Lakers. I mean, I would have been happy with one and three in that yeah. span. And yeah. we're already sitting here at 2-0. and oh. And all of that, the, the win tonight, I mean... Finally gets Oklahoma City to 500. They have had like 10 chances uh, to get to 500 this season. Haven't won any of them. Finally do it. They're 36 and 36 right now. Uh, they sit as the seven seed right now. They got, I guess, a tiebreaker over the uh, over the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, three and one with, against yeah, the Mavs. Yeah. So they own that tiebreaker. It's crazy. Half a game behind sixth, and yep. the Mavs Jeez. and the Warriors play tomorrow. So if the Warriors win. Well, never mind. Then the Mavs will just go to six. So never just disregard what I, what I was. It's saying all good. But they, it was, they it was are, a big one tonight. <laughs> the, the, it was absolutely a big one tonight. They are uh, like like you said, a half game out of the six seed. Uh, half game out of the six seed. They are uh, one and a half games out of the five seed, and uh, and two and a half games out of the four seed. <laughs> I mean, we're le- we're legitimately talking about this team not even having to do the play in. Legit, almost. Yeah, I mean, they, they, like I said, this is a tough this is a tough stretch. I mean, you got one more game against the Clippers. Uh, a couple nights from now, and then a back-to-back against George. the Lakers. Yeah, there's, the reports are saying that there's um, reports of the people surrounding him that there is fear that he has significant damage. So, no, that's that sucks. So yeah, you might not have Paul George. The Lakers won't have uh, Brown. LeBron. So yeah, and, just and then, then avoid, you got to play Dane. Yeah, you got to avoid a letdown game yeah. in, in Portland. I know they've been kind of reeling right now. Um, but still, you got to avoid a letdown because yeah, they're now they've they, lost six in a row. The Trailblazers have so. third worst in the West. Yeah, might shut down. They might not even have to play Dane. True. Yeah, they might, they might as well at this point. To be honest, the, but, but, and that, honestly, uh, even that, then, Thunder have owned the Trailblazers' last nine games. They've won the last nine against the Blazers. Yeah. It could also be a game where Shea rests because Mark yeah. did say that 
he's not going to rule out playing Shea on the back-to-back and then not playing him in those right. quote-unquote easier games. Right. No, that, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Get him just a little bit of rest whenever they have to go on a, the real, like, you know, down the stretch here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just important win. There's just an important win. No other way to say it uh, tonight for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, guys, I think it is time for us to get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Drake. Why don't you start us off? All right, with your vibe check. Okay. Um. Bad vibes, I'm going to go Jay Will, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. Uh, number one, and this is, he had a bad game, okay? And it's really just, I think it's his limitations as a rookie right now for why he bad, had a bad game. Jay Will is not the best pick-and-roll guy. He's a drop coverage big, um, and a team like that against the Clippers, especially if Paul George and Kawhi are even remotely on, um, or even in rhythm, it's a game where they should thrive on Jay Will. Um it's just something that Jay Will needs to work on as he, you know, as he flushes out his rookie career. And there's always something you can get better at. And it's definitely defense. It's all on the defensive side for Jay Will. And he definitely got shoved around tonight by Zubat. But um, other than that, though, I mean, he had two really good threes there uh, in the beginning of the game to keep that Thunder, you know, comeback going. But. For Jay Will, it's definitely all eyes on the defensive end. I think how he's outperformed his offensive coverage this year has kind of overshined um, his ability on the defensive end, but I think he, it's something that he could definitely get better at. So, bad vibes goes to Jay Will tonight. Um, good vibes. I'm going to go different. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go different. I'm going to leave, since Daniel's rarely hit here, I'll give him the full repertoire of the roster to work with. I'm going to go good vibes. The Thunder finally getting to 500. (laughs) I think it's been like, what, 10 or 11 times they've had the chance. I think tonight might have been the 12th chance they could get to 500, and they finally did it. And, you know, it comes at the most unlikely time during a West Coast stretch that I did not think was going to be very kind for, for this Thunder team. But, alas, time and time again, this Thunder team, this very young Thunder team, keeps surprising me in ways that I did not think they could. They are 2 and 0 uh, in this West Coast, one to know in this West Coast trip, um, they will play the Clippers tomorrow. But I mean, just like we said last segment, even talking about this Thunder team being in a playoff race is above any expectation I had before the season started. So, Jay Will bad vibes, Thunder getting to five hundred, good vibes. I love it. I love it. Also, by the way. Uh, I did check the uh, the line tonight was uh, the Clippers minus six and a half. Oh my God! Thunder, thunder, thunder just the, went out. Right. The Thunder are so good against the, the spread. Thunder are the best NBA it's team against insane. the spread. Like actually, yeah, it is. I, I don't. I don't know why. If you see like the Thunder plus anything more than five, you take the Thunder. Yeah, that's just that's just common sense at this point. I think. Um, I think the win tonight gets them to like forty three and twenty eight or like forty three and twenty six somewhere around there. Like against the spread, that's insane. That is insane, and uh, they just won outright tonight. But Daniel. 
Go ahead. Give us your vibe check. Bad. So, we do bad vibes first. Do I have to pick? No one's messing Member up. of the Thunder. No, you do not. So it can okay. be anything. You can get creative. So my bad vibe is Kawhi Leonard. One, I mean, shot seven for 16, 21 points. He wasn't bad. He had five assists, six rebounds, two steals. But he wasn't a star. He was ducking SGA, the SGA smoke. Can't yep. You can't be Kawhi Leonard ducking the SGA smoke yep. late in the games. Then he got locked up by Lou Dort. And I'm not this more credit to Lou Dort for the defense he played, but you're Kawhi Leonard. You can't be getting locked up. Yeah. That so got to be bad vibes. Then good vibes. I'm gonna go with Isaiah Joe. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I mean, he. I mean, the stat sheet does not show the impact that he had tonight. I mean, he was five for twelve, twelve points, two for eight from three. But he was all over the place defensively. He was yeah. getting offensive rebounds, just causing havoc. I mean, he was just doing all the little things that you need to win the game. It was Isaiah Joe's night tonight. Like it feels a lot to me. Like sometimes, if a guy has like a bad batting average in, in baseball, but like the hits that he gets are at the right time. Like he he gets a good hit like at the right time. So like you look at his average, you're like this guy can't hit it. But then you watch the game, you're like, oh man, he hit a great hit in like the seventh inning that scored two. Like it, that's what it felt like. Those rebounds that he had, some of the defense that he's playing, they were like at the the perfect time that the Thunder needed it tonight. You miss me with the the baseball. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, but it was it really was like it was at the right times uh, at big moments. Isaiah Joe stepped up in other ways. Uh, than what we're used to with him, you know, just just shooting threes. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a great pick. That was going to be mine uh, as well. But my vibe check, bad vibes tonight. I'm going to the team stats here. Uh, the three point line. Well, Thunder Thunder shot 27 percent, and then the Clippers shot 19 percent. Clippers were six of 31. <laughs> Thunder were 10 of 37. Not only that, too, the Clippers shot 57% from the free throw line. They were 12 of 21 from the free throw line. I'm going to see and that's, what that's they rank like, hey, team-wise. Like, you miss nine free throws in that's the game, the game. you yeah. lose by one. Yeah. Like, Literally, you make two of them. You you go 14 of 21 from the free throw line, you win the game. Like, that's just, it's crazy to me. That uh, 57% for the, from the free throw line is not, uh, I mean, that's, that's just terrible. That is absolutely terrible. The Clippers are 18th. In the league, free throw percentage seventy eight point three. So they're definitely below average. Yeah, tonight. yeah, that was. I mean, that was bad. If any team's averaging fifty seven percent from the free throw line, that's that's just any NBA team. That's that's terrible. Um, <laughs> that was that was a bad bad performance tonight. Uh, my good vibes tonight. I mean, I, I, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I mean, the way that he the way that he closed that game uh, tonight. I mean. Not only that, I think, was it the end of the third quarter? I think Brandon Robart tweeted out that uh, the last, like, four and a half minutes, he outscored the Clippers by himself. Was, he scored the last <laughs> ten points, and they scored eight in that last, like, four and a half minutes. So, I, I mean, he's just so good. He gets the rim at will. Um, and, I mean, and they made it tough on him tonight. That's how, I think that that's more so what I'm, like, looking for, and that's how you know that Che Gildas-Alexander has reached that, that level now in the NBA where, I mean, there were times tonight they they were playing great defense on him. I mean, Kawhi, PG, Russ even uh, was making life difficult on him. And he finishes with 31 points. And it's almost 50% uh, from the field. Like, And, and not only that, we're, we're used to him shooting 15 free throws a game. He only shot seven. Like, I mean, that's just, uh, that's how you know he is he has made it. He's arrived at that that point in his career where he is a, he is a legit 
uh, star in the league. So, I mean, he was he was awesome tonight. Also, honorable mention, uh, Lou Dort's last 20 seconds of the game. <laughs> Honestly, his whole Got defensive yeah. makeup tonight. I mean, just I think he matched Paul George minute for minute. I mean, not Paul George, Kawhi minute for minute. I mean, that's his job every night. Yeah. So, even if, even if I get 10 to 15 points out of Lou Dort, on a, the night where he's guarding the the other team's best player for the entire game, sign me up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, Lou Dort. I mean, I just I can't I can't say enough about about that. That was our vibe check, by the way. That was our vibe check. Um, yeah, Lou Dort. That's I mean, that's just that's as impressive a twenty seconds of defense as you're gonna see, like for, from anybody in any league. Didn't even get a shot off. I mean, Didn't I even get a shot off. I can't think of a possession that I've seen that was better than that recently. Right. Like that, that was textbook perfect defense. And yeah. it wasn't it wasn't Terrence Mann or Amir Coffey or right. just some some guy at the end of the bench. It was Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Two time finals MVP Kawhi Leonard. Like that's a guy that the teams gutted the Clippers gutted their team for, gave up thousands of picks for. Yep. And you just Locked it down. Like I, I, I've been trying to think of a better defensive pos- uh, possession from somebody, and I just can't. No, no, that was uh, that's that's the one you want right there. That's the uh, that's the defensive possession you want, um, and that that Lou Dort can can absolutely provide you. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about uh, Josh Giddy's night. I mean, what did you what did you make of his his night tonight, Daniel? Uh, he stepped up when they needed him at the beginning of that fourth quarter he's uh and or in the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth where he was going at PG a, a little bit and uh kept them uh above waters until Shea came back in the game so I mean I'd say serviceable it's yeah it's, it was yeah. fine yeah. Um, yeah didn't really blow out, blow out the stat sheet i mean 13 points six boards six assists like i mean it was wasn't kind a, of a Josh yeah. Giddy game yeah. but it was fine uh, I wanted to talk because I know we didn't get to Jada, but I wanted That's to true, give yeah. you guys this stat. Oh gosh, hold on, let me get back to it. It's about his three-point shooting, which was the big comp of him coming out of um, college. Right? You didn't know how the three was going to look. Well, listen to this: from November through March, Jalen Williams' three-point percentage has risen every month. So far in March, it's March twenty-second. He's thirteen of twenty-five from behind the arc. That is fifty-two percent. He knocked a couple down tonight, um, and just like he's done since he's gotten, I mean, you could just pretty much say the the entire year, he's done a little bit of everything. I mean, he's the guy that can get you rebounds when you need him. He's the guy that can have a really nice dunk on a backdoor on a backdoor pass when you need him. I mean, he's he's really like the ultimate, like, I'm going to use another baseball reference just because Daniel loves it so much. He's really like the utility guy. Yeah. I mean, the five-tool the the five tool player. Yep. Um, I know what the, I learned what five-tool means. Well, there you today. go. There you go. Look it, at that. It's not just five. It's not like five of us in a room. <laughs> you five, know? Five tools. Yes. Five tools. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, let me see. It was hitting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Catching. Yes. Um, hitting with power. Is that one of them? We'll just make that up. Hitting, running, throwing, throwing, throwing. So what's one? There's one more. Pitching, left. pitching. It can't be. I don't right. think pitching's uh, pitching is it? It can't tool. be because they Let's were talking about Ken Griffey Jr. being a t- five tool guy, and that was I, I would I not a baseball guy, but I know Ken Griffey Jr. did not pitch. Wow, I'm I'm literally looking this up right now. <laughs> Speed, throwing, fielding, 
hitting for average and hitting for power. There you go. Okay. There you go. Daniel knows ball. Daniel, Daniel knows baseball. Daniel Bell, the resident baseball, baseball expert. Baseball guru D. Baseball guru D. That's his, that's his alternate account. That's his alternate account. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I mean, final thoughts from you, Daniel. Uh, I know I, we didn't really get to, to J-Dub, but, I mean, that's just what he is now. That's just what he did. 20 yeah. points tonight, eight boards, uh, three assists, one steal, one block. Just filling up the stat sheet. Eight of 15 uh, from, the, from the field, two of four from three. I mean, just basically 50%. All over. Um, but just final takeaways from you, uh, just the game as a whole. Really, really impressive. I mean, this team continues to show how poised they are, um, especially to be the youngest team in NBA history now because they got rid of the old guy. Um, <laughs> but um, it seems more likely that they will make the play-in than they don't because of how poised they are. And I can't wait. Yeah, the big thing for me tonight was both, you know, the poise that was shown from this young squad, but also how Thunder just continue to prove that they can play nine to ten guys deep. Yeah. Meaningful minutes, and it all be okay. And part of that is because, you know, the timeline for the Thunder, there is a lot of spots that are not determined yet, um, especially uh, coming off the bench. That's why we've seen sporadic minutes from Lindy Waters, sporadic minutes from... A Wiggins. I mean, there's a lot of still unknown to this Thunder team, but it doesn't matter who they throw out there because it seems like whether it be Olivia Saar or Usman Jang, who only played eight minutes but still was able to have some good, you know, defensive ability and maybe even some shot puts up there, everyone can contribute. Yeah, in a meaningful way, and I think that's been the that's been the thing that surprised me the most this season is they can run nine to ten deep and it still means something. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're here. What the hell? Let's we did it. Let's let's see this team in a playoff. Let's see this team in a, in a playoff series. I'm I'm down. I am all for it. It is against Dallas or Memphis. Oh, I would. Oh, <laughs> so I can easily just drive this. Drake's got a personal vendetta. Against I would Dallas. love so a would, Dallas. I would love. Oh, I just a don't want to have to series. buy a flight for oh. somewhere <laughs> on the road. I mean, like, I would. Like, I would. L, like a flight to a play-in game against the Lakers, or a flight to well, a flight to Denver wouldn't be bad. The thun- I'm just if we if the Thunder get a series against the Mavericks that that kind of offense that the, the Dallas runs just really ball dominant stuff is the kind of offense the Thunder def- this Thunder defense thrives off of so they are three and one against them so you are correct I'm not saying that well I might actually I'm not saying that the Dallas would lose against the Thunder in a seven game playoff series but I'm also not saying that that series would have a really good possibility of potentially going to seven games right. if it happened. So come back next week, and I may be saying that we would beat the Mavericks in four. <laughs> sweep, clean sweep. A gentleman's sweep if we're feeling uh, if we're feeling generous. But, guys, appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we get to do more of these uh, this week. Daniel, appreciate you uh, filling in, man. I appreciate that a lot. Drake, always appreciate you. and appreciate everybody listening out there. Shout out to Kenny. Shout out to uh, Drake's dad, Darren. Uh, for hanging out with us in the Twitch chat. This has been your franchise first take Thunder post game show.